Welcome to Ranting Politics, where we explore thematic topics shaping the world. On today's episode of You Need to Know, we will discuss an intriguing shift in the global financial landscape, the phenomenon of de-dollarization. Our focus will be on the BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, and their efforts to advance alternatives to the U.S.-dominated financial system. We will examine the de-dollarization movement and more, but first, please take out your phones and follow us on Twitter at RantingRP and press that like button on your podcast feed to help out our distribution on this, for now, ad-free startup podcast. We are working hard to bring you insights free from agendas and commercial interests. Our new video studio is being built out now for our upcoming YouTube shows and the all-new RantingPolitics.com website. There is an intriguing shift rapidly developing in the global financial landscape, the phenomenon of de-dollarization and its impact on the world economy and the U.S. economy at home. So what exactly is de-dollarization? De-dollarization refers to the process where countries reduce their reliance on the U.S. dollar for international trade, particularly oil, energy transactions, finance, and as a reserve currency. For decades, U.S. currency was globally thought of as good as gold. Now, there are several reasons for this shift. There's a desire to reduce dependence on the U.S. economy. Countries want to diversify their currency reserves to mitigate risk. There's eroding confidence in the U.S. dollar due to economic and political factors, such as our ever-increasing national debt which currently stands at over $31 trillion. Lastly, the U.S. government's willingness to use financial sanctions against countries that run afoul of Washington, D.C., tying up transactions or removing them from the international SWIFT system. This item is tops on Russia and China's motives. To better understand the implications of de-dollarization, let's first look at the role of the U.S. dollar in the global economy. As the dominant reserve currency, the U.S. dollar has long been used for international trade, investment, and as a store of value. According to the International Monetary Fund, the U.S. dollar accounts for approximately 59% of global foreign exchange reserves. This status has afforded the United States government and we the people significant economic advantages, such as lowering borrowing costs for the U.S. government strengthening the global demand for U.S. assets, and allowing the U.S. to run larger trade deficits. However, de-dollarization threatens these advantages and has the potential to reshape the global financial landscape. In recent years, the BRICS nations have been at the forefront of the de-dollarization movement. Key initiatives include the establishment of the new development bank, the NDB, in 2014, the Contingent Reserve Arrangement, a $100 billion currency reserve pool, bilateral currency swap agreements between BRIC nations, and China's cross-border interbank payment system. Let's quickly unpack each of these initiatives in more detail. The New Development Bank, or NDB, was created by the BRICS nations, which is BRIC plus South Africa, to finance infrastructure projects in developing countries. The NDB is headquartered in Shanghai, China, with regional banks in the other represented countries. 
It represents a direct challenge to the U.S.-dominated World Bank and International Monetary Fund. With an initial capital fund of $50 billion, the NDB has already funded numerous projects, emphasizing green and sustainable development. This alternative financial institution reduces reliance on the U.S. dollar and promotes the use of local national currencies. Now, the contingent reserve arrangement was established in 2014 to provide liquidity support to BRICS countries facing economic crises. This $100 billion currency reserve pool allows member countries to borrow from each other without relying on the U.S. dollar. This not only reduces dependency on the U.S. dollar, but also strengthens financial cooperation between BRICS nations. To further reduce reliance on the U.S. dollar, BRICS countries have signed multiple bilateral currency swap agreements. These agreements allow countries to exchange their local currencies directly, bypassing the need to convert to U.S. dollars first. For example, in 2014, Russia and China signed a three-year, $25 billion currency swap agreement to facilitate trade between the two countries. This facilitates trade, investment, and financial cooperation between the countries, essentially eliminating the need for the U.S. middleman. Another significant factor, and one I believe is at the heart of de-dollarization trend, is the use of economic sanctions by the United States. By leveraging its dominant position in the global financial system, the U.S. has imposed sanctions on various countries as a means of punishment or to influence their policies. Some notable examples include sanctions on Iran, Russia, and Venezuela. These sanctions have had several consequences that have contributed to the de-dollarization movement. It is encouraging targeted countries to find alternatives. Countries facing U.S. sanctions are seeking alternative financial systems and arrangements to bypass the restrictions. For instance, Iran and Russia have increased their bilateral trade in local currencies to counter U.S. actions. Sanctions have demonstrated the risk of U.S. dollar dependency. U.S. sanctions have exposed the vulnerabilities of relying on the U.S. dollar and the U.S. financial system. Other countries, including those not directly targeted by sanctions, like Brazil, have recognized these risks and are actively pursuing de-dollarization strategies to reduce their exposure. Strengthening ties among the sanctioned countries, the shared experience of facing U.S. sanctions has brought some countries closer together fostering collaboration and finding ways to bypass the U.S.-dominated financial system. This has accelerated the development and adoption of alternative financial arrangements, such as those led by the BRICS nations. Now, finally, let's get to us, as in the implications of de-dollarization for U.S. citizens. De-dollarization has the potential to significantly impact the United States and its citizens. Let's look at some of the key ways in which de-dollarizations could hurt U.S. citizens. Our loss of what is known as the exorbitant privilege. The U.S. dollar's status as the world's dominant reserve currency has long granted the U.S. the preeminent exorbitant privilege position, which allows the country to borrow at lower interest rates and sustain larger trade deficits. As de-dollarization progresses, the demand for U.S. dollars and U.S. debt may decline, leading to higher borrowing costs for the U.S. government. This, in turn, could result in higher interest rates for U.S. citizens on loans and mortgages, 
Repaying new debt would certainly cost both the government and citizens alike more money. The weakening of the U.S. dollar would occur through the growing adoption of alternative currencies and financial arrangements, which can reduce the demand for the U.S. dollar while strengthening foreign governments and adversaries' monetary values. The weaker dollar further reduces the U.S. role as the lone superpower and reducing global influence. A weaker U.S. dollar and reduced demand for U.S. assets may limit the country's ability to impose economic sanctions or influence international economic policies when emergent adversarial governments like the CCP need to be held in check, say, in the South China Sea's shipping lanes. The most impactful piece to everyday citizens' lives will be the filling of the inflationary pressures. This can occur as foreign central banks and investors reduce their holdings of U.S. dollar-denominated assets, causing the value of the dollar to fall and the cost of imports to rise. Higher inflation leads to a decrease in the purchasing power of money. This likely will raise the cost of imported goods and services for U.S. consumers even higher than today. Food, medicines, and materials will undoubtedly cost more. While it is difficult to predict the exact extent and timing of these potential consequences, de-dollarization poses a significant challenge to the United States. It is crucial for our leaders to carefully consider its economic and foreign policies in light of these potential risks and adapt accordingly to maintain its position in the global economy. Future weaponization of financial instruments will be a delicate balancing act as the horse has left the barn and the U.S. will have to contend with a world no longer dependent on the U.S. for cross-border financial settlement services for commerce and the global safe for currency value. Please like and or follow us, Ranting Politics, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or other podcast outlets. You can follow us on Twitter at RantingRP and join our community on Facebook at Ranting Politics. As always, Thank you for listening to this You Need to Know update for Ranting Politics, April 12th, 2023. Until next time, take care and stay free.